the bare necessities, the simple bare Hello and welcome to episode 76 of That's a Shame. I'm Isaac, I'm in London, and I'm joined by someone who, who just isn't in any sense of the term, spiritually. Not in even one. No, or geographically. Who are you and where are you? I am Declan and I'm here mm. on a very, very low sofa. Good. At an even lower table, leaning into my mic like some sort of crazed Alex Jones spin-off. Uh, I'm in Budapest. Oh, lovely. Living the Hungarian dream. I am. Good. I tell Goulash. you what, life here is mental. Well, we'll come to that. Okay. <laughs> I, I wanted to say something, like, first of all, about Budapest, which is Go on. how to say it. Is it very different from what one expects? Well, no. But it's not that I've been schooled over here mm. or anything, but it's that people, it's one of these places people like to say very differently. Okay. Like, I would so, just so, go with Budapest, probably. I think right, my, yeah. my emphasis would be, like, Budapest. It's like a descending yeah. thing, rather than Budapest. But um, I don't know why. But, you know, even outside of the cadence of it, some mm. people say Budapest. Uh-huh. Some people I've say heard a lot of Pest as well. Pest is the other one as well. Yeah, heard in a, a kind whole of, bunch of Pest. Yeah, an absolute barrel of Pest. Mm. Um, and so every time I end up saying it, I, it's some weird amorphous conglomerate of You're all of them. <laughs> I'm like, Budapest. <laughs> I sound wow, like I'm sound like saying backwards it backwards, man. In, yeah. in Twin Peaks. You are the best. Legend, Cooper. <laughs> Horrible. So how do the locals say it? Have you not done any research? Well, that's that? the thing. None of them have said it to me. Oh, gosh. Or it's like it, that Impractical Jokers game where they're trying to get them to say like, yeah, spaghetti. Exactly. And it's surprisingly hard without the, the, saying it yourself. The thing is, is that some speak English, which uh-huh. is very helpful, because Hungarian is oh, an absurdly difficult language mm. and it have you learned has, no well no i i know kirek is please and okay. uh is thank you okay um that's the end of that good that's the end of our new feature deck that <laughs> teaches you two <laughs> hungarian words ever budapest <laughs> we wow. know that um we don't. but the because it, it just has no kind of groundings in any of the other like romance languages that you oh. might know like it I speak a bit of German, so if I go to any and of the other... Oh, and that. Yep, Let's don't not sell forget. yourself. And, a, you know, a few drops of early high school French. Mm. So, it, like, if you go around most, like, Western European countries, yeah. you could get by. Like, you can guess at stuff. Like, a lot of the words are very similar. But yeah. here, I just... I, I'm so, so lost. That's good, though, is it? Is it, like, lost in translation? Um, Have you met Bill Murray? Well... Lest we forget, that was a very sad film. Yeah, well, that's what I look for in a holiday, is that kind of melancholy. <laughs> Existential yeah. crisis. Overwhelming <laughs> sadness and whiskey adverts. Um, but it, it's even one of the things that I picked up on yesterday that felt suspiciously absent was any knowledge even of prepositions. Okay. Like, it, because if you're trying to get the bus or something, or, you know, yeah. you're looking for, you don't know in or out, to or from, and you can't even guess because the two are, are so foreign in every literal and figurative sense uh-huh. that you're like, well, this could be anything. It says this, it looks like an exit, but who knows where I could be going. <laughs> this oh, could be Narnia through here. Straight out of Budapest. Do not yeah. pass go. Do they play or... Are they aware of, to your knowledge, that song called Budapest that was kind of non-stop played on Radio 1 for about a year and a half? The George Ezra? Yeah, the one that's... Tell like- you what, no, because the only song that I've heard since I arrived in this fucking city is Ed mm-hmm. Sheeran's Dancing in the Dark. It is everywhere. Weird. You you would know if you heard it. I probably it. would. I refuse to even sing a bar of it on this show. Because you have too much respect for it. No. And for the artist. Mostly because if I think of it any more than I already have, I will implode because it has been everywhere. Every shop I walk past, every restaurant we eat in, it is there. That's like that was the first draft of the police's song. Every step you take, that you just did that. <laughs> every restaurant <laughs> I, I eat in. in, every shop I walk past. Sting. This is not your best work. 
<laughs> we loved that walking around the moon shit. What about that fact that Sting wrote the song Walking on the Moon when he was really drunk in his hotel room at like 4am and he was just wandering, like marching around it, singing Walking Around My Room. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? <laughs> Giant steps are what I take walking around my room. And it wasn't until like they'd done it they'd already put a track down that they were like yeah so we're gonna want to change change that, that, to that room bit. probably <laughs> yeah stings are going you're right walking around my moon no, Sting, <laughs> we'll, we'll stick to the general moon we won't oh. you know, claim possession of it sting would be all over claiming possession for the moon if i know mm. him and i do love you um, chap so you're having a good time on the whole Yes, on the whole, it's um, it's been quite nice. There Why don't you give us that... like a travel rundown, like it's a, a proper podcast that has a remit of vague educational oh, you know, transference? Because we're not about that. I know, but let's pretend. Okay, I'll put well, in a nice travel bed and you can tell us like, now over to Declan with the Hungarian report. Hi, guys. When you Hi, arrive Declan. at Budapest International Airport, one of the things that you might be struck by is the sheer volume of shit all over the walls of the toilets. <laughs> I did see that picture. That was, was unfortunate, wasn't it? Is it that was the goulash? The, it was the first room that I went into in the whole country. <laughs> what, you make it sound like they usher you in as a test, <laughs> like customs. <laughs> they were kind of just showing me how it's going to be. <laughs> um, and I just... I, I stared at it. But the thing is, so that, that was one cubicle and then yeah. there was another one next to it. Thankfully I needed neither. Mm-hmm. Um, but while I was in there, a guy walked in, saw the one that I had uh, shared on Twitter yeah, and then went into the other one, looked at it, came out and closed the door and he went, not that one either then. <laughs> I just oh, walked no. away and That's I sad. I dared not look. Did you feel like he thought you might have been the creator of the, no. what we'll call the, the great mess? I don't think so because I was at the urinal. So that would the be a special fire. kind of crime wow. to, to shit all over the cubicle and then just go for a piss outside. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's Fiddling special... while Rome burnt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a, a special kind of psychopath. That is a really definite <laughs> ticket to the clink. No, no questions. So yeah, that we, is a shame. Is that photo on our Twitter for people to look uh, at if they, for some reason, <laughs> just want to? But the magnitude is hard to capture. It's not. It's not your usual like, no. stained porcelain. <laughs> oh no, no, no. It's, a it's what's impressive is that the bowl is <laughs> actually pristine. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. And then the seat, it's just an absolute war zone. Um, It was really nice because our um, ever-faithful listener, Paul Shayetti Chandler, responded to the tweet with a kind of very optimistic, oh, wasn't like that when I was there. It's a really lovely city. I do love the idea that it might have been, though. It's like a serial. It's somebody who works at the airport. It's the pilot, the main pilot. He gets off. It's his well, power trip. Yeah. It doesn't, he can't just own the skies. He has to own, to own the, the land suit, as well. The rim. Yeah. Um, so we, I went from there, met wow. up with Bryony because we'd got, we'd been separated. Ryanair wow. has this cool new feature where you have to pay seven pounds oh, if you want yeah. to sit next to each other. So we didn't. And I was right at the front and, she was right at the middle uh-huh. and you got off and got onto these buses. So I tried to wait at like outside a bus for her, but was kind of shoved on by the mm. security being like, no, you can't wait on the platform, on the platform, on the runway. Yeah. Um, you've got to get on. So I stood just inside the door of the bus. And then just as I saw Bryony stick her head round the door of the plane to come out, the door slammed shut on my bus and drove wow. away. I was like, oh, well, okay. And so you've had separate holidays. Yes, I've not seen One her. of you and Buda, the other I'm at, and Pesh. I'm at the Airbnb. God only knows where she is. <laughs> Some say she never got on that bus. Mm. So is the um, flight uneventful then? Yes, very. That's um, good, I me, suppose. That's what you want nice. for a flight. Apart from the fact that they forgot to turn off the no seatbelt sign. So at after about point. an hour and a half... Everyone was like, <laughs> we're still climbing, for a, dying for a piss, like, and people just getting up and and queuing. No and wonder the guy went straight the, the seat. The air stewardess was like coming over the <clears throat> the top, going, you know, um, uh, you shouldn't really um, be standing up. Yeah, the seatbelt signs on, and then like did that two or three times, and then apparently one of them like 
knocked on the pilot's door and went, oh, the light's right. on. And he went, bing, <laughs> straight away just turned <laughs> it off. So she looked uh, a little foolish. Other than that, totally um, uneventful, yeah. That's good. We got to go through for, I don't know, potentially the last time, the lovely EU-only queue. Oh, that was nice. How was that? Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Pang of nostalgia for what was. I sort of had a single tear rolling yeah. down my face. From other Europe. Um, thankfully, my passport photo is very sad, so... That's good, yeah. Uh, preclude me. Um, we got a cab from there to the Airbnb. We, mm-hmm. I didn't actually know, because I hadn't looked up where, in relation to everything, um, our airbnb was mm-hmm. i just knew that it he'd said it was central and i'd yeah, believe and that's him. <laughs> never gone wrong for us before <laughs> no, no. A good track record um but it turns out that we are almost literally like right in the center mm. um which was very nice we're you know spitting distance from the danube which is that's very good. nice you haven't been um, spitting in the danube have you that's no that's not even once didn't see him on brian and i went for a walk before dinner on the first night down uh-huh. to the road because we there was a, a restaurant on the corner of the road that our, our building's on and we uh, went there and they said be about 15 minutes for a table so we walked down the road to go and have a look out over the river and it was all very nice and very beautiful and there were like bats flying around and there were like lights and boats going past and then we turned around to climb the stairs and there were two blokes pissing against the wall oh, <laughs> which welcome. you know which was bold because it was only like half seven, <laughs> you know, I'm not, you know, I know when nature calls, sometimes yeah. you must answer, but you know, often at that time there are places to answer nature. Yeah. Though potentially they're all covered in shit. So true. <laughs> um, so we went for dinner. Now this restaurant, you know, we were going for convenience mainly because mm-hmm. it, we were tired and it was our first night and we didn't really want to go out too, too much. Um, and it seemed all fine. We went and sat down. People seemed to be having a good time there. Um, food smelled really nice. I was looking. Some people had some really nice portions. Um, the rest, the, the menus had a bit, uh, an English oh, that's good. menu, which was very good because otherwise could have been Confusion. ordering anything. Sadly, it didn't stop me just ordering anything. You should have got that Google Translate app where you just hold it up and it translates what's in front of you. I don't believe in that science. It's and I don't future. want to see it. I don't want to see it because I don't want to know that robots can do that. What if they start doing it by inserting adverts? So instead of like well, steak will, and chips, they? it's like, try Uber. <laughs> and then they you don't have that, Uber here. Well confused. Do they not? No, they banned wow. it in 2016, we found out today. Wow. I know. What a hero. Lovely, but inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> um... So I was having a look and I thought I'd try something a little more out there. Um, Error. Something that I wouldn't normally try when I was at home. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if any of our listeners have ever had pork knuckle. Uh, I've not. Well, it's basically part of the, the leg of the pig. Is it the knee? Is no, it- it's, no, it's, no, it's not the knee. It's like, it's the bit above the trotter. Right. Right. And it's very nice, like it's quite tender and, it, you know, it, there's quite a bit of it. So I thought, hmm, well, they had veal knuckle. And I thought, mm. bit fancier. Yeah. I'll go for it. So it was um, it was like battered, battered veal knuckle. I had it with some chips. thought, this is it. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Well, what arrived was the most horrific thing <laughs> I have ever, ever ventured to eat. It... <laughs> It, for me, is, I think I can say, the only thing I have ever stopped eating because I felt sick. Wow. Um, Happy holidays. It it was such a catastrophic start to the holiday. <laughs> Basically, what it was, mm-hmm. was no meat. Okay. All it was, was the jelly from inside the oh, hoof. Oh, <laughs> jelly. <laughs> I didn't even know there was jelly in it. Oh, you'd be surprised. There Why was is there? a lot of like these were like fucking gold bullions that I had. There oh. were and there were three of them. And I I ate one. Wow. Well well, this is the thing, because I there were there were sort of bits of meat floating in that one. Suspended. And I thought yeah, and I thought, oh, you know, maybe there's more in in the next. And I cut the next one open and it was just all like Tell me what consistency we're talking about. Oh well, well, I can tell you exactly. Does it ooze? It was, it was basically just gristle. 
Uh, oh, well, that's a huge. It's at least a bit thicker than I was thinking. Oh, no, no, no. This is like, um, it a was solid, crystal. but you know, um, it was like a slightly jellier version of like squid. Oh. But it was basically translucent. Sounds really like it ticks all the boxes for why I'm vegetarian. I can't imagine anything that you would eat less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really it sounds was like perfectly... my, my gastronomical nemesis. <laughs> yeah. um, that is my Everest. And I, I, I like I cut the second one open and I looked at it and I was like, I cannot. I had to I had to physically turn it over so I could only see the batter because otherwise oh. I was going to be ill everywhere. Did you gnaw at that hoof batter or what? I had no such gnawing. <laughs> oh. No gnawing at all. Wow. Must have I, been bad. But the thing is, is it just totally, it ruined everything. I didn't want to eat. Well, it would thing. ruin all eating again, I would imagine. Yeah. I don't think I had you, a nice, you should switch to Huel now. I had a nice bit of like camembert. Oh yeah. On the side, I couldn't look at it. That's Chips. just a kind of couldn't hoof jelly from a from a different part of the cow, isn't it? It's yeah, like milk jelly. Exactly. So that was a real uh, shame. Yes, that does sound pretty dire. Thankfully, all of our culinary experiences since have been uh, far superior. I have stick have to been... McDonald's. No, haven't been to McDonald's. Good. Even though there is one nearby, closes well at ten. Imagine. Wow. Isn't that a shame? Isn't that an error? It's weird. Like, so so many places are open 24-7. Like, the castle grounds are open all day. Right. Just in case you need to pop over for a quick bit. Yeah, in case it's 3am and you fancy having a little look around. What's the castle like now? (laughs) I need to know. Um, The city is gorgeous. Yeah. Although it's a slight shame... Because like they have this beautiful parliament building. Mm-hmm. It's enormous. It's an incredible structure. It, it looks sexy oh, as hell. Uh, yep. Good. And you sort of look at it and you go, wow, that's amazing. And then you remember that they just elected a far right party. Oh, and you think, psych. oh. So as I, like, as I sent to you, and as we can probably share on the Twitter, uh-huh. that there are posters. I mean, there are posters everywhere for yeah. an election that happened uh, like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, fair play to whoever put these up because by everywhere, I mean every 10 yards, They're there covered is all another poster. Yeah, there's what on lampposts, on billboards everywhere. Um, but so many of them, I'd say every one in every eight or so yeah. is that poster I sent you. Of the one where they're all looking differently bewildered. Yeah. They all look like Ge- some hoof jelly was just dropped yeah. on them. Yeah, and it's, George Soros with his yeah. arms around all of the left wing candidates who've got bolt cutters that they've just used to like let in all the immigrants. And it's like, uh, hey, it's, don't it's vote subtle. for these guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, don't vote for these guys. Vote for us, the far right party. <laughs> let me tell you, they did. Well done. Because kind of on, on the drive down, because I've forgotten that Soros is Hungarian American, because mm. I've like wondered why. On the on the drive through the city, there were every now and then one of the political posters would just have Soros in capital letters, like just scribbled across ones. someone's face, like the chiller font. Why is he so big here? But yeah, it turns out they fucking hate him. Wow. Um, oh, interestingly, mm-hmm. yesterday there was an enormous protest against this, like the oh, far right party, um, which we somehow totally missed. Right? As in, we were back here in the evening and Bryony was on, on the Guardian app looking through and there was, she was like, how did we miss this? And I was like, what's that? And she said, a 200,000 strong march to Parliament <laughs> against the far-right party. So we were in town all day. I look, like, I can, I've got one pretty simple answer for you and that is the two words, false flag. It, it didn't happen. <laughs> It's part of Soros's media army, obviously, like oh my God, conjuring yeah, the narrative of, oh, there's a resistance. No, there's not. Everyone wants, you I'll know, tell you what, if bolt that, cutters. If that Peter Norway hears this podcast, That'll be he's it. got a scoop. He's going to he's gonna go straight to the headlines with that one, Yeah, I expect. So, yeah, it's quite a weird ambience politically because it doesn't, like, 
I, I suppose... Doesn't seem racist. Not, well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> it sounds like a silly thing to say, and especially when it's a language where I can't understand what anyone's saying. So yeah. they could be all around me going, Jesus Christ, what about the blacks, eh? Yeah. Glad, and glad the government hates them. Fucking what ginger. I thought Soros didn't even like them. <laughs> so... But yeah, like everyone here seems nice enough, apart uh-huh. from the people who run the transport. But no that's the same everywhere in the, in the world. Mm. No, no one being kicked to death in the world. And a typical Declan transport woe. Oh yeah. That today we were heading down to the You're in um, the Hungarian equivalent of Roy Slip. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. We're actually in a place called District Thirteen, which is nice. sounds ominous. But yeah, um, is that that is the film, isn't it? I think it's District Nine, isn't it? Oh, well, it's even worse. Four worse. We were off this morning to the Turkish baths. Oh, is that a um, euphemism, though? No, no, literal. Okay. Thankfully, we had to get a tram across the bridge, mm-hmm. and then a tram along the river. Mm. So we got a tram across the bridge. That was a faff because they'd closed half of it off for a, a marathon, despite the fact. They'd had a marathon just one day before. You can't have enough, though. That's the thing, isn't it? Got to oh, remember that. no, you're right. Because yeah, Eddie yeah, Izzard's got to do something. If people aren't putting on a new marathon every day... If people aren't voting him to the Labour Council, he's yeah. got to run. He's just got to keep running. Um, so we got that. And then we were sat at a tram stop waiting. And uh, this guy came up and barked at us in very... Uh, angry Hungarian mm-hmm. and I, I, I just I have nothing to say because I've no idea whether he'll know what I'm saying or not it's not like I have a kind of stock phrase of oh sorry you know we don't speak that so yeah. I, I, I've just resigned myself to the classic British I just stared blankly back uh-huh. in a slightly kind of pleading way and and he looks as he went no tram service wow like it's and, your fault though yeah exactly and like we still weren't allowed to sit at the tram stop, no, even if we weren't waiting one of the marathon checkpoints. Uh, yeah, it's where Eddie gets his tyres changed. So no, it was like, no tram service. So we went, oh, okay. Make himself quite proud of the fact, actually. Yeah, he he did seem it. Yeah, he he Relishing seemed it. in that kind of way that you know traffic wardens are kind of like, oh, sorry, but you know rules are rules. Yeah, got you know nothing I can do. My Fully hands erect. are tied. Yeah, <laughs> literally right. drooling all over the ticket he's about to hand you. Um, so we were like, oh, resigned ourselves to the 40-minute walk down the river to it. And as we were walking down, vroom, past us goes the tram. Wow, tram, tram service of which there was no. You got played. So we eventually got on one filled with Girl Scouts, sadly. Um, oh. We went all the way out on our first full day here to a place called Memento Park. Wow. Which is uh, miles away, um, and it's where they've put all of the old Soviet statues. Oh, okay. They basically, in the 90s, I think it was maybe, they went, well, we can't have these around the city anymore, Uh even though they're all pretty great, actually. Get with the times, they thought. Yeah. And so they went, what we'll do is we'll take them all out and shove Mm -hmm. them in a park in the middle of nowhere where no one can go. Where there's one really expensive bus that goes every day, or else you have to take a tram and a bus and a train and a tube and whatnot. So we went all the way out there, and we were quite frightened at first, because when we got there, there was a policeman. All the statues are alive. And they were just kicking people to death. Wow. Um, Like that Battle of Hogwarts scene. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. So there was a policeman kind of directing traffic, and Mm. it was just directing hundreds of cars, it seems, out of what looked like the car park for this place that we were going mm. to. like, And then there were other policemen directing traffic in the road away from it. And we wondered whether we were going to get like arrested. It was so odd because that when we got in there, we, like we walked past the police and they didn't stop us or anything. But when we got in there, we were the only people there. Mm. Genuinely the only people. It was deathly silent. I was joking at the time that it felt like they'd called in an airstrike. <laughs> We're going to be the last suckers still there. Blown Imagine dying to in bits. a place called Memento Park. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone would just laugh at you forever. Yeah. Like Guy Pierce, he'd be oh, pissing himself. It. <laughs> so it was, it was a really odd atmosphere, but it was really nice. And there were some really like beautiful kind of statues and stuff uh-huh. there. But there was a, a small hut in which they had an exhibition about the park. 
Mm-hmm. And then for reasons I, I don't quite understand, they just had a film playing on a loop as they often do in these places um, called the life of a spy. Okay. And it was in a, the, in this random park hut. Yeah. And basically it was a Soviet documentary film mm. about all of the spying activities of the secret police yeah, and how they did it all and what they did and, and whatnot. And it was absolutely hilarious because it, you know, they were talking about some quite uh, horrific invasions of privacy and, mm. you know, lack of, uh, of human rights in a kind of same way that you might see those, those old kind of American instructional videos about how to get the bus <laughs> or something. They're like the, gee, mister. Yeah. As in genuinely, there was a hilarious shot when they were talking about the, one of the ways that they get people's keys and, and details. Yeah. Was they call people in like in random batches for medical, uh, checkups mm-hmm. where you'd have to leave your clothes oh, in the locker done room. Ploy. And then they would, while you're, you know, having your checkup, yeah. they get your keys out, stamp the spy them. sneaks out of the hut. Them. But there was a, so there was these kind of, 12 men lined up in their pants waiting to be kind of scanned by the nurse. Yeah. And uh, the subtitles come up saying, um, the uh, investigator looks in to make sure that the, uh, that the target is, is still in line. And at the back of this sort of line of 12 men, a door opened and a mustachioed guy in a doctor's coat stuck his head round the door and looked out. And then the camera genuinely zoomed in on his face, like That's really great. guiltily. Like a tight zoom. <laughs> it was genuinely so. And then did like, he walk away with cartoon. the sound of like a xylophone? <laughs> it was more so um yeah and then just showing how they put stuff in your shoes or in in between the folds in the radiator come off it guys there was a a a reconstruction of um using a a bag camera Uh so like a a big handbag and it's got a kind of jewel on the button and hidden in that is a is a camera Mm-hmm. Um, filming constantly and you know you've got to place the bag all movement of the bag must be deliberate and uh, you know no one should be suspicious of the bag or the people like holding a, it a training session rather it, well, than like well, a, well, a history well yeah it, it was it was it that was kind of how this was presented mm. but then they had a reconstruction so they had footage in a kind of circular frame as if it had been filmed you know, um, really from grainy bag. from a bag camera and then voiceover of an agent or the two agents talking one mm. back at HQ as it seems or one and one there with the bag. <laughs> and he's like, yep, yeah, they're just kind of, um, looking, you know, they're just talking. Um, not much going. I think they're ordering some drinks. And then suddenly the frame kind of goes, and he goes, fuck. <laughs> He's like, what? He's like, no, no, the bag just fell over. And you're like watching it sideways. And then he like cumbersomely standing the bag back up again. Um, And they had another reconstruction of a guy um, kind of spying on a family, having dinner kind of through the window, talking again to someone at HQ. And he's like, "Mm, all seems kind of reasonably normal. And the guy goes, "Uh, what about, you know, what you can see? Anything new? And uh, he's like, mm, not sure, um, maybe. And the guy at HQ goes, what about, you said there were some ceramics on the wall. Uh, you know, what about those? And he goes, oh, actually, yeah, I think there might be another one um, in there. And the guy at HQ goes, right, well, we'll have a look at that next time we're in. And then there was a pause. <laughs> and then a, something of a non sequitur, he was like, the filthy traitor. Wow. <laughs> You're like, wow. And he's like, yeah, right. we'll, we'll, we'll get him. Like, wow. Who These knew that sound very professional. owning ceramics was just another thing that they couldn't have in Hungary they in the 60s. Not. It was just so odd. Decadent. I'd have loved to have just stayed and, and watched the whole film. But I, I, I had no get, idea again. You, you're like a spy by the end of it. Yeah, you, the whole thing. you get like a batch. There are actually like 30 other people in the shed that are just really stealthy. And they all just <laughs> meld out of the walls and applaud not, you. 
Not cartoon ninjas. <laughs> no, they're basically the same things as far as I know. Uh, but you never know with these things, do you? Like how long they're going to be? No, it's true. Educational. Films. I like to wait for the loop to to start again. At I least. do like it fills, that. Fills me with accomplishment. But what? But what I knew was that we'd been in there for about twenty minutes. Mm. And um, still on the ceramics. And he and at the end of that ceramics bit, it was like part two, and I thought, oh wow. I've got a feeling there's about 10 parts. Yeah. No one's ever sat through the whole thing. That's why there's so few spies in Hungary these days. Exactly. And that's why the country's gone to, yep. gone to the, the big alt-right spy shortage. Yeah. That's what brings it about. Other than that, it's been, it's been really nice. How the are you going to rate it out of 10? Oh, the holiday? The whole, no, less the holiday, more the place. Because the place. obviously listeners can't go and have your holiday, can they? No. So we have to think broadly about what's you know what's useful for them and they've tuned in expecting travel content so let's let's give them a fair and objective i'd metric. give them i'd give the place mm. a solid eight out of ten. Oh, that puts it firmly into the scream or glean categories yeah so whichever that's really good. <laughs> that's it puts it very, into both good we're screening about how much we've gleaned that's great from that shed alone it sounds like you gleaned a lifetime oh, of so espionage <laughs> skills i'm you know in line for that you know You're if, gonna if this so podcast angry. falls apart i'm coming back yeah. i'm gonna be wait an till you see the spy. ceramic i've collected in your absence oh my god i'm gonna report to you dust. you fucking filthy traitor <laughs> Um, we've just had in the last two minutes an, a live email. Yes, I saw film. this. It's just appeared for me as a notification. It's, as a kind of gift from the content gods. It's very nice, <laughs> isn't it? It's called many moons dot dot dot. And it's from the podcast Pangolin. We have, it has indeed been many moons. Well, I assume that will be what it's alluding to or he or they or whatever we refer to the Pangolin as. I'm assuming from the vessel. The vessel, true, yeah. true enough. Well, let's let's catch straight up and see what, Go on, then. what's going on. You have a read. Greetings, fellow travellers. I bring news from the podcast Pangolin, dot, dot, dot. Quote, this is all quote now from the Pangolin. Should I do a voice for the Pangolin? What do we think? I think that to do a voice for the Pangolin would to be to offend it so it greatly. It has been many moons. Like That's that. thoroughly offensive. So sorry, Pangolin. That was me workshopping and we can't. Have a go. <laughs> are no bad ideas process. in brainstorming. Exactly. Come on. But that was shit. <laughs> it has been many moons since I last spoke to you. I have travelled many roads. I have walked many miles with my trademark pangolin shuffle that many pangolins have adopted after seeing me shuffle before them. And now I come to you. Delightful podcast babies. I forgot it calls us podcast babies. I oh, still, I I'm not sure how I feel about that. It feels a bit condescending, but then again, Cherished. I get the feeling this pangolin is some kind of deity. So if you're not talking down to us, who are you talking down to? I clutch you to my scales like a small pangolin baby. So proud, so happy to see you have grown from the small podcast earthworm you were into the great big podcast stag beetle you are today. Wow. It's not looking at our downloads. <laughs> what? So you go from pangolin to stag beetle? So you go from oh, no, earthworm worm, to worm to beetle. Well, that's evolution, isn't it? That's pangolin. what Darwin said in, in that book, um... On the origin of On of the origin beetles. of worms. <laughs> I am proud and will... Oh, lick you gently with my long tongue made for eating termites out of their homes. Thanks. That feels good. I think you have to... That goes through Declan because I'm more of the like behind the scenes operator. Like I handle the, the infrastructure. So any but licking what, that what would it be... Is, I'll pass it on to him. No, no, that's fine. Yeah, I'll, no, it's all right. It's, because because I, we wouldn't the way want... our contract works is that I do stuff like, you know, I manage the editing, you manage if there's like any animals, animal any... gods that want to lick or pass oh, any fluid, really, that goes Am I in charge you. of all licking? Yeah, all the, all the fluids. Um, all right, well, you know, I, I'd hate for you to miss out on a particularly good one, so I'll, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll, we'll we'll, we'll play it by you. We'll play it by you. Now, I ask you this, where do you go from here? Do you become like a podcast snake slithering everywhere on your delightful belly or a podcast squirrel scampering up the tree of podcast life, eating a variety of nuts left by old women, brackets or men for birds, question mark? Answer carefully. The future is in your hands, not mine. It would fall through my claws too easily. Here ends the quote. Once again, I take no responsibility for any words of the podcast Pangolin, being only his vessel and part-time typist for his... Ooh, 
poor poetry they've wow the vessel said from there. the vessel i think the vessel is overstating overplaying its hand a little getting bit getting too big for its boots maybe so the vessel the pangolins posed a interesting uh threat with the whole licking angle, <laughs> but also question and i guess it's incumbent on us to provide some sort of answer well it's hard because not only have we never really had anything approaching a coherent vision for what we wanted the podcast to be in terms of a podcast, yeah, I am really at loss as to how we would then translate whatever that happened to be into animal form. Yes, that, that um, translation does pose so, a separate challenge. Or so I suppose that. that what this question asks for is if you had to sum up the feel of the show uh-huh. as any kind of animal... But also, it's not just the feel, is it? It's the aspiration. It's like what we. That's yeah. That's part of it, though. That's that's part of it. What What do you think? What's your instinct? I think I'm just going straight into my memory palace where I keep all the different animals in that big cage, and it's honey badger. It really is. That's wow. It's stoic. It's it's let's not beat around the bush. Very violent indeed. (laughs) It's a take no prisoner. Show and a take no prisoner animal. They can turn in their own skin. Um, yes, they can turn. Yes, no, no, that's, in their own no, you, skin. you needn't repeat. I'm a sure honey badger, if bitten, honey. has enough loose flesh that it can turn and it will bite right back. They fight lions, they fight dragons, they fight everything that comes near them. It's interesting. I was going to say the Komodo dragon. You see us as a Komodo dragon. Yeah. We're doing different shows, clearly. Kind of. I think well, head no. somewhere else. Mythic. Well, that's not true because they're not mythic because I saw one in like a shop no, no, in Basingstoke. They, they have a kind of mythic it wasn't aura to actually. them. It I suppose. Um, you know, revered. Um, dangerous again. Are they? Yeah. But really? Are you, are you kidding? They, what do they do? I've they never seen people. one move. No. They do. Are you joking right now? A Komodo dragon eats people. They can eat people, yeah. Uh, everyone can eat people. It's about do they habitually. They ate that great big in Skyfall. Stop. They did as well. I yeah. thought that was dramatic license. No, I didn't know that was a documentary do, yeah. moment. Well, fair enough. Okay. So you're saying we're a kind of cannibalistic uh, deity figure. Yeah, that's up. Mm, I suppose if we could take the elements of both animals and smash them into each other, LHC. The honey dragon. <laughs> wow, like the soup great. dragon, but better. It, instead of fire, it breathes a warm bee goo. <laughs> it's burning hot bee goo. You are not allowed to have a go at me for reading the phrase arse piss and then just the next week go spattering on about bee goo. Mine's like, like based no in sort science, of crime. though. That's a real thing. That based in do. science. Bigu. TM. Based in science. That's going to be the next big superfood fad. Imagine if that's how they like originally tried to market honey. Honey. <laughs> based in science. I love the idea of like a modern honey take being called Bigu, but it's about like B-E-G-U to, yeah. to like the Tumblr, uh, like Flickr. Cool mm. demographic that we inhabit ourselves. Issue. Oh, um, issue. No inhabit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but look, thanks, Podcast Pangolin, for that thought-provoking um, series of, of, of points of and questions. And crimes. And of course, the tongue threat is looming ever-present. <laughs> but that's fine. You know, yeah. nothing without a little danger, I suppose, is why we got into podcasting. Yeah, that's Just, us. We live on the edge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, we've come up to 40 minutes and I've got nothing to talk about today at all. So I feel like we should that's just... a nice admission. Yeah, well, I, all that's happened there. for the last few days is I've been just writing this script. Just uh, like yeah. sitting in my room. It's been quite enjoyable, actually. I've been enjoying the kind of self, uh, self-centered lifestyle that it affords. I was, and how um, that differs from my usual <laughs> altruistic <laughs> outlook. Whilst I was um, writing a bit earlier, I... I ended up kind of writing sentences that then on reflection seemed very much to reflect some of the stances that we take in real life, which was quite interesting. It was art imitating life rather than uh, the other way around. I'll I'll see if I can find the 
the particular quote in uh, in question. You'll probably disagree, as often you do. Jury's out. Here we go. There were two. Silence. Declan stares in disbelief whilst Isaac stands in self-righteous defiance. That doesn't sound like me, no. That definitely does I'll sound. have to reach pretty deep for that acting. Uh, and then here's another one that I quite like. Isaac is clearly getting swept up in his own speech, and Declan knows it, but they both go along with it nonetheless. Wow, really really a character assassination from what I can tell. <clears throat> no, not assassination so much as... Um, Report. You know, we're just poking fun, a bit of pat... What? What? Did you just yell report? <laughs> yeah. I didn't yell it. I just said it. As in Sometimes character say- as in character report? Yeah. I thought you were like <laughs> pressing a big report button on me. <laughs> yeah, I have report, a... Report, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done Sorry, with I this. didn't mean to say report. that out loud. I meant to just click the button that cancels the iTunes submission for the show based on you taking a joke too far and Isaac- bringing... <laughs> Real life Isaac into this. Isaac attempting to invoke his lead tenant privileges. <laughs> Six don't, months. Don't it's fucking been enough. push me, okay? I'm this close to pulling the plug on the whole thing. God, how funny is that? Don't isn't that in eight days? What our six month yeah. anniversary? Yeah, we should but have a also, party. Also, moment at which the landlord could just terminate the whole contract. Fuck, I forgot and about throw that. Throw it into the bin. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good good moment, isn't it? Where they're like, oh, your contract's for a year, but P.S., after six months, anything could happen. Because it's, it's interesting that, we, that we, we kind of asked for it, as it were, because mm. we thought, you Can't know, just in case, just in case it, you know, does all go tits up. Yeah. But then, you know, tutoring turned out to be such a great scam. Racket. That it's all fine. Yeah, it's um, worked out pretty well. So now it would be just our luck that he goes... Sorry. Hey, guys. He, he and the missus are back together. Oh, God. <laughs> they want that, that least, scrabble board back. <laughs> at least if that was why, though, we could, we'd have a clear goal to to rehousing ourselves, which would be to break up their marriage, which, oh, let's which be honest, can't feels be hard. Like it I think all we'd have to do is show them the things that they left in the flat together, <laughs> and they'd be so mortified <laughs> at having been part of a couple that ever bought that's a scrabble he, board with their own names on it. That's why he's given it all to us. Yeah. Very, very generous. Look, um, let's get out of here before the pangolin does anything else with its big, long tongue. Um, okay. Wet oh. and wiggly, though I'm certain it is. Tell people about how they can get in touch with you while I have guys, a quick, quick eye nap. Guys, if you have a pangolin-esque email to send, then or do send that. it through. Or Yeah, or any other. Yeah. I'd like to receive more attachments to our emails, okay? What do you mean? I don't know. I just think let's spice it up. Text... It's not everything, is it? It's good, but there's more that we so can want, do. You want images? Images, gifts. Like when Mark sent us that taxidermied rat. Oh, that was great. That was very good. Super comp material. And that script from Noah that we've still got. To oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, we'll get onto that one, though. Yeah, so uh, if you've got, yeah, like I say, a pangolin-esque email, a non-pangolin-esque email. Yeah. If you've got attachments. If you've got <laughs> no text, just yeah. attachments. Just a subject line. Then send it through to TAS, mm-hmm. T-A-S, at shame.city. Good. Uh, you can also find your way into the exact same inbox. And we think no less of those that use this method. I'll honestly say I think more of them. It, well, yeah, actually, I think you might be right. Yeah. But also, at the same time, so as not to offend any of our super comps, yep. not. Oh, yeah, not um, Yeah, so uh, shame.city slash contact. Oh, when you type in that same dot shame dot city slash, mm. there's loads of stuff you could put after that. Oh, Take you to all much. sorts of different places. Some of them are secrets that even you don't know about. Yep, I'm certain of it. Yeah. <laughs> um but one of the ones that I do know about is review or reviews. Mm. And if fun. you if you click on those bad boys, oh, type man. that into the old URL mm-hmm. and uh it'll take you straight to the iTunes Whee! platform. Where on? you can give us our requisite Report. five stars. <laughs> Too much talk of Bigu. Uh, it doesn't sound good when you say I think it sounded fine when I said it, and then you corrupted it. And therein lies the entire problem of your whole outlook. <laughs> problem? Power? <laughs> I think that's what Solution. Hitler said. <laughs> 
my problem, problem or power, power solution. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yes, so um, if you don't want to report us for Bigoo and you would, in fact, rather give us a five-star review, um, then we would be extremely grateful. It would yes. give us a chance to read them out when we finally get another one in Because otherwise, months time. you better believe that first of the month I'm reading that one that we've had. <laughs> I can't remember the person's name, but it was glowing. I think they called us Erudite. They did. So yeah, She I mean, did. It will be popping back onto mm. the show every month until someone else takes the place. <laughs> and each time it'll be amped up. I'm going to be doing gonna, voices. Oh, God, I'm going to act it out. We're going to turn it, we're going to improvise it into a, like, full-length play. Could have been on Edinburgh for literal years. <laughs> Not even at the festival. We're going to absolutely boot the fucking Lion King out of the Lyceum. Off They've you had go. their time. See you, Rafiks. That's what I call See them, like, trundling down the road in their costumes. You can also find us on Twitter... At oh, that's a shame cast for the show. We want we'll to be see sharing some shit a big picture on a rim. of shit. <laughs> Hashtag shit on a rim. It's a Dr. Then, Seuss uh, that never was. Then that'll be there. Yes. You can find Isaac at Isaac BD. Yes. With a little B emoji. I'm beginning to think that you're being sponsored. Well, the honey <laughs> lobby is as sweet as it is syrupy. But I also can't help but feel that if they hear this episode, your contract is <laughs> everything but cancelled. Oh, that would be such a shame. And they, when they cancel it, they don't just rip it up. They send all their, what they call their workers, but we know as the bees, the to come bees. and sting you into, into God's tear box. Exactly. Oh. God, imagine God's tears and beaky. I know, that would be That's a fucking cocktail for the, for the ages. <laughs> I, I dare you now to call your autobiography God's, God's tears, tears and beaky. <laughs> God's tears and beaky. It sounds like a, a mad person describing what they what it was like to work on Wall Street in the 80s. Yeah. Or Everyone's it, like, God, you remember the cocaine? And they're like, yeah, all the God's tears and beagoo. <laughs> it sounds okay, to me Kevin. also a bit like if you just mash the kind of pairs of words together, it yeah. sounds like a weird CBBC show or maybe a CBBC, you know. Well, they're, hey, they're a welcome. It's, it's God's tears and beagoo. Where's beagoo today? <laughs> That's right. Playing in the hive. <laughs> Every week. God's tears rips open the planetary alignment and waves hello. Oh. Yeah, okay, we will make that show. Okay, that's done. If you want to stop us, tweet <laughs> Cynical Duckling. Give us a five star review. <laughs> yeah, only way holding you hostage with the Bigu, as nature intended. And of course, uh well no, actually we've got Patreon as well, dot com slash oh, yeah. city. Um I can't bother to say anything more about that. Although, of course, we do appreciate everyone's support on that. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Isaac it's... approaching the task with his trademark <laughs> mixture of grace and apathy. <laughs> I am very grateful for everyone that's on there. I'm just not in the mood to pitch it today. That's all right. I'm being honest with the listeners because I respect you all Aww. mostly. Um, look, word of mouth. It's... Yeah, I, it's the best in math. I can I can mouth. still confirm that. And there aren't many constants in this world. There aren't many asteroids that you can cling on to and really loop your noose around as we fire across this workaday universe towards heat death. But that is perhaps the only one worth bothering with. Or, and also, if, Noah, if you could confirm whether or not what Isaac mm. just said is true or, or horseshit. Yeah, let us know how the bomb went for you. If you've bombed. Yeah. Let us know. Yep. Or if Isaac's talking absolute bigu about it. <laughs> Doesn't also seem likely, <laughs> gang. Wow. It would take so many different testimonies to provide even <laughs> even the slightest wound to my angle. So let's not worry about that for now. Uh, until episode 77, when you and I will be returned to proximity. And uh, let's not forget, episode what? 77 what? is the anniversary <gasps> episode. Oh, fuck. One we've... year of you, That's a Shame. You went to Budapest to kind of prepare for that, I suppose, did you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yes, so you've yes, been like yes. locked away, thinking of um, cultural things to do. Because yeah. it won't just be, I just want to put this out there on behalf of the listeners. It's not just going to be another uh, bullshit quiz or anything, is it? No. No, no, no. No, good. <laughs> That's good. And we're not going to read Some any sort of... uh, aggressive fan fiction no, no, nothing okay. like that. There'll be no kind of, there'll be no poems, no, right. you know, not, so not, nothing, nothing cheap and easy. Yeah, okay. yeah, basically. 
Yeah. I think we can get a whole hour out of Bigu. So that's probably the angle we'll be taking. Until then, dear listeners, Pangolin firmly included, I've been Isaac. You've been. I've been Declan. And we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Necessities, simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities. Oh, Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. Some honey just for me The bare necessities of life Will come to you Necessities of life will come to you.